right, Bab. Hello and welcome back to Overbearing Best Friend podcast with me, Jade. You're loud, bossy, little bit critical, sweary and uncouth, overbearing best friend who truly cares about you, is rooting for you and really, really fucking loves you. I have to be completely honest. I'm absolutely bloody terrified. Who the hell do I think I am starting a podcast? Seriously, who am I? What am I doing? It's it's just the outright audacity for me. I I am a 36-year-old woman with a staggeringly normal life and I just start a podcast seriously i can't wrap my head around it i cannot believe that i'm doing this um why am i doing it <clears throat> that's a hard one to put my finger finger put my finger on um but without sounding smug and i know i'm gonna sound smug but uh, it's because i i yeah on the outside i have a really really normal life but when I stop and look around me and then I compare myself to other people, instead of like comparing myself and seeing my faults and my lack and what I don't have anymore, I actually see that I'm like actually happy. For the first time ever, I can truly say I'm really happy, like happy on the inside, fulfilled, not going through my life pretending anymore. Um... And now I'm like on the other side of the bullshit. I feel like I can see that like other people aren't aren't like there, what here where I am yet. Um, and I just had this thought that like right, if I put myself out there, if I get my story out there, if I tell people you guys you know what i've been through what i've learned what i failed at what i've succeeded at what i've done to get through the shit maybe you would like listen to what i have to say and find comfort in knowing someone else has been through the same shit as you um and know and see and then believe and have hope and faith that it doesn't last forever um, or maybe like just having a laugh at some of my stories because some of them are absolutely brilliant, especially the internet dating ones. Um, and yeah, the unsolicited dick pics and the micro penises and all of that's to come. So um, I'm going to be talking about all of it. And it, even if I just make some of you laugh, like that would just be, that'd be brilliant. Uh, my work is done. Um this week since i've started recording my internal voice and imposter syndrome and ever reliable um intrusive thoughts have been doing a number on me so i've just fought against it and i've got this far i am sat i'll put you a picture i'm sat at um my little desk that was like 40 quid off wayfair um using a microphone that my best friend has lent me um and somehow figured out anchor i'm just doing it so yeah i've got this voice that's like women like me don't start podcast do they um and i kind of think now like yes they bloody do um 
they say that if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. So that's what I'm going to do. I love chatting with my friends so much. Um, mainly, I love it when they come to me for advice and I can sit them down on my kitchen stool, put the kettle on, get my milk frother out, make a killer cup of coffee and then listen to all their shit and then get really comfortable and get like on my moral high ground soapbox high horse passionate like hand dressers swearing empowering just big like cancerian mama big sister vibes and just boss them around it's my love language i can't help it um it's hard to love yourself in these times and it's even harder to believe in yourself so that's what this podcast pod that's what this podcast is a love letter to my friends old new and yet to meet that if i and i just want to show you like i just want to show you all if i can you can so for my first ever proper episode i can think of nothing else to kick off overbearing best friend i might I might start referring to it as OBF. Let's see. Let's see how it feels on the tongue. I might not like it, but I might. Tell me what you think. Um, what better way to kick off OBF? Oh, I kind of like it. it. feels good. Um, than to tell you my three pieces of life advice that come hell or high water and hangovers, I always, always live by these are the pieces of advice i give to absolutely anyone everyone audio let's get right into it so here we go number one ditch the bread number two go for a walk and number three have a shag let me explain i know we are so used to seeing live laugh love plastered all over bedroom walls no hate to the distressed <laughs> shitty bits of woods um in the range and really ugly velour cushions no hate um but live laugh love it's done like it's done guys it's done the only life advice you should be taking right now is this ditch the bread go for a walk and have a shag okay if there is something i'm sure about in this very uncertain world it's this if you're feeling crap if your energy is low if you're not sleeping well if your mood is shit if your back aches if your stomach feels like it could drop at any moment and you don't want to be further than a hundred yards from a toilet go through this little life checklist and if you've ticked off all three then and only then should you start thinking that you might have a problem but until then please 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 don't you dare be googling weird symptoms in the night or thinking i need to leave my boyfriend because you start looking a little bit too far into this unexplained rage you've got over him 
eating too loud on the sofa next to you while you're trying to watch Love Island. There's a there is an explanation for that weird rage for that weird rage. I promise you, it's bread. It is deep fried, battered, anything baguettes, bagels, roast beef, monster munch, triple chocolate cookies, ice buns, cream teas, sweet and sour chicken balls. Oh, can you tell I'm getting excited? Seriously, my mouth is watering. The loves of my life, the best of times. And when I've got explosive diarrhea, the worst of times, uh, the reason I've even got IBS and half of the chronic um, autoimmune shit. Again, other episodes for this. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to go off topic. The reason I've got IBS and the reason why my moods can be a little bit more unstable, guys, it's gluten. I'm not here to shame you. I've been there. I have gone through pretty much a whole loaf of Warburton's and a box of Lurpak salteds while still at a toaster crying trying to stuff down my feelings wondering why I can't stop guys it's gluten it it, it just programs your brain like or reprograms your brain like I read the book um grain brain years ago and wheat belly and they, there's a, like a huge section in there about like um, the psychological disorders that gluten affects. You don't have to be celiac. You don't even have to be intolerant. It's just fact that that's what it does to the brain. It behaves as an opiate, um, which basically means your brain reads it as if it reads heroin. Um, it, and it does, it does really mess with your brain chemistry. There are, um, oh, I'm trying to think of the word, there are, um, there's evidence, there's like um, recorded evidence of people being let out of asylums with like schizophrenic disorders once they've taken gluten out of their diet. Like, this stuff is no joke. Now, I'm not here to get into a debate with you about gluten. I'm not a nutritionist or a doctor. I'm not giving you medical advice. But I will say this. I have eyes. I have access to the internet. And I live in 2021. You, you must be missing one of the three if you don't already know gluten isn't cool. Like, we know gluten isn't cool. You might not be ready to accept that. I get it. I know it's really, really, really hard. If I tell people not to eat bread, honestly, they react exactly the same as if I told them their kid was ugly. I mean, it, like, it's, it's big, it's huge, it gets some really big reactions, but I have this theory about ki ugly kids, right? I think that every kid, without exception, goes through like a really ugly stage around like six or seven and like the cuteness and the roundness of the toddler years wears off and they just start getting really annoying and they're like losing their milk teeth and they all just get a little bit minging and I feel as though that's a universal truth. Um, 
I've actually dreaded my daughter going there. Like, mums, well, I still think that my daughter's beautiful even when she's like at that really minging age. <laughs> Um, but just as I believe it is a universal truth, all kids go through that really ugly stage, it is undeniable that gluten is the devil. The brain-gut connection is real, guys. And if you keep putting that shit into your mouth and causing constant inflammation to your insides, then you're not going to be having a very good time. Two in ten people in the UK have IBS, and I would bet my life savings that if gluten suddenly disappeared one day, IBS would go with it. Um, just a little caveat, I literally have no life savings. <laughs> I just like how it sounds. Um, but seriously, this is the hill I will die on, guys. Give gluten-free a go for a month and see how you feel. I guarantee you, if you've got any health complaints from the minor to the severe, you will feel better if you give gluten the push. Don't believe me? Fine. It doesn't change anything. Gluten is still the devil and your kid is still ugly. Next on the list, life advice number two. Once you've said, see you later to the baked goods, You've got to get up, get your trainers on, download a podcast of your favourite playlist and go outside, babe. Go and get some vitamin D on your face, some fresh air in your lungs and go for a walk. Walk until you start getting a little bit warm. Feel your body start to wake up, feel it in your muscles. They might even go a bit tight if you've spent lockdown watching Netflix all day. I get it. It's hard getting over the initial inertia and finding finding something deep inside yourself to just get up. And I understand it. I do. I get it. Just the thought sometimes of just moving from the spot that you're in and then making yourself look presentable enough to go outside and put the clothes on and put your trainers on and be out there and and are people and I know, I know that voice I know it so well are people looking at me are people laughing at me what if I get hot and sweaty what if ah what if what if what if god it's, your voice could be the same as mine it could be completely different maybe you can relate but that's what I go through nearly every single time I go for a walk the only way around it through no the only way out is through the only way out is through fucking middle of it just bash that shit down get your trainers on and get out just go for a walk i don't care if you're going down to spa for a grab bag size of crisps to munch on when you get home um psa pombers are gluten free so no guilt and uh, no shitty side effects and they're lush aren't they let's face it um i digressed again but anyway yeah for god's sake darling get outside i know this advice is trite i know i know it is but i promise you it's overused for a reason i can't emphasize enough the importance of moving your body a little bit each day i know we've all seen those like memes and we've all had those conversations with like the boomers in our lives when you're telling them about like chronic illness or mental illness, anxiety, depression, and you, they're just like, have you thought 
I go for a walk? And I'm just thinking, like, can we get out of the house? And now I'm that person. So I do realise that it has come full circle. Um, and I know that it's not going to make all your problems go away. It's not going to cure your chronic illness. It's not going to pay off your debts. But it will keep clear your head. And it will start a chain reaction of goodness in your body that will reach into every area of your life. Um, and again, I'm living proof of that. I'm your overbearing best friend. And I only speak about things I have direct experience of. On Tuesday and Thursday mornings, my beautiful little girl, Luna, goes to nursery really, really early, um, like quarter past seven, <laughs> to get my money's worth. Um, and I, I put her in for the, for the morning sessions. Um, and so I was like, right, I'm going to, they start from seven, I'm going to get there mega early, get my money's worth. She gets a full morning there, all the meals and stuff and plays with her friends. Um, and I can do, you know, do my life. And then after sort of lockdown restrictions started lifting, my one of my best friends, Rach, we just fell into like a habit. She, one morning she just said like, let's go for a walk. And, and, and I was like, okay. Anyway, it's kind of become a routine now. And trust me, I still struggle. I, I went this morning, it was still a struggle, but there's this route by us and it is gorgeous. And it's got huge hills and amazing views from the top and like loads of forests and trails. And when we go, like we cover five miles before like 9am, anyone in the West Midlands, I'm talking about Kinver, um, it's a national trust. I'm a national trust wanker, absolutely no shame. I love that membership. Um, but yeah, so last week, it was either last week or the week before, I can't remember. Um, they don't always go to plan. The energy was so low. I'd slept really badly. Um, Aunt Flo, uh, my monthly um, visitor that like, oh God, don't get, again, that's a topic for another podcast. She was loitering around like, oh, I'm gonna start today or tomorrow, who knows? Um, and she was just like threatening, threatening her presence. So big bloated belly and weird pains that I'm like, are you coming or not, bitch? Because I'm sick of you messing me about. Um, and we didn't go to our normal spot. We like parked up at Kimber and we were like, oh, this is too much. I can't face it. I can't face those hills today. Can't face those five miles. Um, and we got in the car and then we drove to another place which is like flat and then we got out and then we were walking around and we were like oh god it's like humid and and gross and, and we just the vibes weren't there we didn't feel like it so we got back in the car and went home um and i'm not joking the rest of the day i felt shit i did i just felt shit and then those days where it does all work out and i've got like my little flask of tea and we park up and we start walking and I'm just checking my Fitbit and the like the numbers are going up, the numbers of steps are going up and my heart's pumping and my skin's clammy and we're like morning to all the dog walkers and and uh, it's just it's just lush. 
like it is absolutely lush and then that feeling where you have fought that resistance and you just know you've done something good for yourself that does have knock-on effects into all the other areas like I was more energized my like I was a better mom when I picked my little girl up from nursery I was a better girlfriend and I was gen just generally happier um and that's like that's like another representation of this, this whole feeling, this whole vibe, this whole what this podcast is about. Like having a natter with your mate, going for a walk, ditching gluten, having a shag, like listen to your overbearing best friend podcast. You will always feel better afterwards. You just will. Um, and like on a really serious note, on one of our walks um, with Rach, we met an old lady and she was like, she had this lush golden retriever. And of course, because it's the law, when you see a cute dog, we stopped to give it a little pat and a little bit of fuss. And the owner said something that got me right in the feels, like eyes stung. She said, I don't know what I'd do without her, meaning the dog. She's been the only thing that's got me up and out of bed and kept me going since my husband died. And that, like that, that's the power of walking, isn't it? Getting outside, it's keeping going, it's getting out of bed, getting dressed and keeping going and just walking because like you're never gonna feel worse after are you like, obviously like if you fall over and injure yourself like that goes without saying please don't be pedantic i'm not here for that um but yeah my second piece of life advice go for a walk darling and last but by no means least one of the pieces of life advice to always live by as instructed by your overbearing best friend, have a shag. Now, I've just got to say, any of my family, or even worse, God forbid, oh my God, my in-laws are listening to this, just stop now, like, you can go, you don't need to sit through this, because I've got to say it how it is, I have to be completely honest, if, oh, if you're having a bad day, if you need to clear your head, anything, just go and have a shag. Go and have a shag. Shag your lover. Shag the neighbour. Shag your best friend. Shag your vibrator. I do not care. But, Bab, do not come complaining to me about a single thing in your life until you've had an orgasm. If you're single, download Tinder. If you're in a relationship, light some candles and have an early night with your beloved if you want all of the rewards but none of the effort get yourself something battery operated and silicon coated delivered to your door and go and get yourself off girl you don't need me to tell you about the hormone rush after climax you know how good it feels so go go now get laid and just watch that annoying thing that has consumed you all day that thing that you couldn't stop thinking about watch that melt away you know when like i don't know about you this might be tmi don't care 
if do you and your partner ever get to that point where you're like a, a bit like really aggy with each other and like you are snapping back and forth for no reason and they've just been annoying you just by breathing and then like you have sex and then you're like, oh my God, that was so good. I really love you. I love you so much. That was amazing. Why don't we do this more often? We should do this every day. Why does it? And then like another like, I don't know, six weeks go by. And then you're back in the, you're back at the beginning. Like, if you keep breathing like that, I'm going to end you, mate. And then you have a shag and you're like, oh, I love you so much. Why don't we do this more often? That was so good. <laughs> like, it. If that's not enough, just think about the sleep you'll get afterwards. Like, you'll be out like a light. Get off before bed and you will be asleep faster than the best ASMR video YouTube has to offer. I promise. Like, take my advice. Like, this... Just, just take my advice. So, that's it. My three pieces of life advice to live by the rules i don't mess with the non-negotiables and the three things that i have to make sure i'm doing before i start thinking i might have something to worry about here um the biggest mistake we make is when we try to treat matters of the heart or the head without taking care of our whole body inside and out like i'll go into this i do believe that any kind of healing requires a holistic approach um and these bits of advice just take it all into consideration like mind body spirit i'm not a doctor and if you need medical advice please go and get it but if you ditch the gluten go for a walk and have a shag you will always feel better. So that's it for today. I hope you've enjoyed chatting to me, Jade, your overbearing best friend. And until next time, you've got this, Bab. We've got this together. Please give the podcast a follow and leave a review wherever you listen. And come and follow me over on Instagram at overbearing best friend or email me at overbearingbestfriend at gmail.com. If you've got any questions, comments, ideas for the show, I'd love to connect. I'd love to hear from you. That's the whole point of why I'm doing this, to relate so you feel less alone. And um, until next time, bye. <laughs>